0: Brought to you by Man Cave Sports You can find us on Twitter At sports 365 Or online At mancave-sports.com Under the podcast tab Thanks for tuning in to the Two Man Scramble Today, again I'm Paul Small With my partner Alec Weeks So we'll run through a few things today Start with Jim Furyk's 58 shot the Travelers Championship on Sunday Also go a little into depth about the Travelers Uh, We'll definitely be talking about the Olympics, not only Team USA, but some international players we can expect to play well. And That kind of leads us into our last thing. We'll be talking about the global growth of the game and how golf may be dying a little bit, but what can help it? We'll start with Mr. 58. Big talk of the week, Jim Furyk, last person to shoot 59 as well. That was the 2013 BMW Championship. He did it in fashion this time. It was a par 70, shot 12 under. He did shoot 12-under when he shot 59 at the BMW Championship, but still, 58, fantastic number.
1: Yeah, you know, he's the only guy to be able to do it twice. And, you know, it's interesting. He's been able to do it twice, go 12-under both times. He hasn't been able to give himself a 13-under. When I was watching, uh, I saw 59, and I was impressed. Or I saw 58, excuse me, I was impressed with that. But... You know, when you see that it's only a part seventy and it's a short course, I kind of I almost took a little bit away from it in my head, but I thought to myself, don't mm. let like that, don't take anything away from it, you know, as old as he is in fifty eight and being able to do it twice, twelve hundred, that's something really impressive.
0: It sure is, Alec. can you look at the six players to do so? Jim Furyk, Stuart Appleby, Paul Goidos, David Duval, Chip Beck, and Al Guyberger. Uh, probably the most impressive in my mind was David Duval in nineteen ninety nine. Not only did he shoot 59 for the first time in eight years, he also did in fashion. He eagled the 18th hole, also came back to win the tournament. Uh, If you look it up, it was a very, very interesting 59 and very interesting tournament. We also look at Paul Goidos' John Deere classic not too long ago. What's interesting about that is Stuart Appleby ended up shooting 59, I think maybe the same month. It was just weeks after. So that's an interesting thing there, 2010-2010. Two fifty nines there, and then Jim Furyk did it three years later in 2013, and then three years after that Furyk shoots 58 at the Travelers. So we've had we've had looks like four fifty nines in the past six years, and only seven total. So I think we can kind of expect to see more of that and some more fifty nines coming. We see these young players coming in now. Uh, People like Justin Thomas, he ended up shooting, I think, 63, 62 the last round of the Travelers after Jim posted that 58. So we may see a lot of 59s in the near future.
1: Yeah, you know, with the way the equipment is coming nowadays, the improvements in the equipment, we didn't see, or we saw three... Fifty nines from nineteen seventy seven to nineteen ninety nine, and we've seen four since two thousand ten. Mm-hmm. So it's clearly, clearly, with new technology, the way that the courses are—if you play these older courses that used to need to be shorter back in the day—now they're not so short anymore, and so scores are lower, and you're showing that balls are being able to travel farther. Right. Um. In my opinion, you might need to see courses lengthen up. You might see that in the near future from PGA courses and. It's already kind of happened. You started to see some courses go to almost 7,500 yards, and that's something you just didn't used to see back Mm -hmm. in the day. But in the end, you know, it's going to take something like that, and if the courses are shorter, players are going to dominate them.
0: That's a very good point, Alec. I was talking to one of my coworkers about that actually right when Jim did shoot the 58, and I was telling him I think they're going to start making big, tough courses in the near future, you know, Jim just shot the 58. Well, how about Jason Day shooting 20 under last year? How about Henrik Stinson, you know, breaking the, the major record for lowest score? I mean, players are going really, really low, as we said, in the pat not only the past five years, but in the past two years, we've seen major records broken, and the majors are supposed to be the toughest courses in the world. So expect a change like that, if you will. Let's, Let's uh, continue with Jim Furyk and the Travelers. Let's not forget the winner, though, Russell Knox, 14-under. Got up and down the last hole from the sand. Made a good good 12-footer, actually, to avoid the playoff with Jerry Kelly, who we mentioned in the last podcast. Kind of wish Jerry would have pulled it out. But great playing from Russell Knox. Got a bit lucky there at the end. Number 15 with the new, the new look, as we talked in the last podcast as well. They removed the bunkers, and sure enough, on the last hole, or on 15, the last day, hit one left kicked left and stayed up by about an inch or two, and it was about a three-foot width of rough that was in between the water and the fairway. Yeah, you know, I think
1: that's what they wanted to remove those bunkers for, to try and bring that water more into play, and... Almost did. You know, I think it's (laughs) something that they were probably wishing that the new design would have came out for them, because that's something where the bunker probably would have caught that ball in the past. Right, would
0: have been pretty cool.
1: But... In the end, you know, he got up, he got lucky, and a couple times he saved himself from right there near the water. And he Yeah, again, just... on,
0: again on 17. Yeah, he hit one, kind of let go of the club. And at first the announcer showed the ball, or the TV, TV crew showed the ball. There was a ball an inch away from the water. I thought that was it at first. It ended up being a few feet up. But still, he did hit one pretty bad there and was up by a few feet. I believe he got up and down. Maybe not because he ended up going the last hole again got had a great up and down from the sand trap and got his second victory of the year last one was in China earlier in the year yeah you know he caught a couple of breaks and sometimes it that's what it takes to go ahead and win a tournament absolutely and Russell Knox he actually moved inside the top six or five in the FedEx Cup standings he's having a really good year he's been around for since about 2011 2012 when he started to make a name for himself and he's really improved over the last two years and that's someone that Darren Darren Clark the European Ryder Cup captain is definitely going to be looking at. Um, So great playing by Russell Knox. Congratulations to him. And uh, let's move on to the Team USA players who played the Travelers. Three out of the four, Alec. Um, You watched them a little bit in the first two rounds when they played together. They actually played together the first two rounds. Great warm welcoming from the crowd. Crowd was chanting, USA, USA, as soon as they walked on the tee box. And they got a lot of love out there. Didn't really. No one finished in the top ten. It looks like out of the three, but still not bad playing.
1: Yeah, Patrick Reed coming in tie eleventh. Uh, that's about as close as you get there. Right. He was debuting his USA bag, so maybe a little bit of good luck there. Um, Watson comes in at minus seven, T uh, twenty five. Kucher comes in at T seventeen at minus eight. And, you know, it was a good tournament for them. No one really played bad going into the Olympics. No one played great. So it's going to be interesting to see what comes up. Watson actually did leave Sunday right after the tournament finished and got himself to Rio. So he's been there since, I guess, he arrived on Monday, Sunday night, Monday
0: morning. Right. He's he, been there hanging he, out. Yeah, you might think he's exhausted. Someone brought that up in one of his interviews. He, he told he told the reporter who asked him, that he said, hey, I know what I signed up for, and this this is something I've dreamed of playing in the Olympics, playing in these kind of events, you know, playing in the British PGA Olympics, almost back-to-back-to-back, to back to back really, probably all within six weeks. So this is something, like he said, he's dreamed for. He's ready. And I know that's kind of one of your favorites, Alec, because of that. One of your favorites at the, at the Olympics is Bubba Watson just because he's so passionate so ready to be there. Um, what, else, what else can we talk about as the Olympics do start today? You know, there's
1: the field is it's a, it's an interesting field for the olympics because there's 60 players in it and you've got your 10, 15, probably not 20, probably 10 or 15 probably really 20, strong yeah. strong contenders, maybe not even 10. Right. You're really strong, heavy set A players in the field and, that you and, think are out of shot.
0: And really who who are those players just to give them give the crowd a feel for who we can see up there?
1: The, some of the stronger players in the field, like we said before, Bubba Reed and all. We'll go with all the Americans: Bubba Reed, Kucher, and Fowler. They all probably got a decent shot at it. Well, you got oh, that.
0: You got that big German there. Don't forget about Martin Keimer.
1: Yeah, and then we got another major, other major winners this year: Henrik Stenson and Danny Willett. So everyone's up there: Rose, Sergio Garcia. Those are probably our strong elite eight right there. Yeah, you've got your biggest names there. And then there's probably another solid 10 or 15-so people that could, you know, come in a top 10 or maybe make a run at it or be
0: there coming into the weekend. Who are some people you like out of that group? Well, you know, a name we didn't mention, Alec, that we have on this list, who I really like, is Jonathan Vegas. He almost shot 59 two weeks ago with a Barbasol and then came to win the next week. So he, that was only two or three weeks ago. He's been playing very well. He's kind of a B kind of player that I like. Uh, you also can't go wrong with someone like Danny Lee, who's kind of up and down. You know, he can, he can post a really low round. Uh, Emiliano Grillo, even though he lost his clubs, played great at the PGA a couple of weeks ago. Uh, David Lehmert, another good player who's won within the past two years.
1: You know, we got a couple that I like. I like Cabrera Bello. I saw that he was playing in a practice round with a Brazilian lady that, you know, really knows the course. She played in a test run there when they were testing it out for the Olympics, so I'm sure he picked up some valuable information from her, and it seems like, you know, not that many people probably know the course as well as she did. It's a brand new course. She's played it several times, probably more than anybody in the field, Mm -hmm. so that'll probably help him out a little bit. I think he can put Do he can have a decent week this week? Excuse me, and then Padraig Harrington, the old the old veteran. I think you know this is something that he could be really good in. I don't know if he can make a run at it as far as winning goes, but I think he's going to be some of these stronger like second tier players in the field.
0: Right. Um, Let's go with let's flat out pick who we think are all going to get a medal. I'm going to go with um, my for sure medalist. I think you have to go with Henrik Stenson. I think he's a for sure top five, like almost top three. It's Pretty much the same deal there. So I think he does does get a medal. I also like Martin Keimer. They're both guys who play really really well in majors, and this is like a major. You know, this is gonna bring out major players, and you know Martin Keimer has not been playing well over the last two years, but he's shown up at the players. He showed up at the British Open. Was playing pretty well last week at the PGA Championship. I think he'll show up. And if I had to go for my third. I'm going to kind of pick a guy out there, but I'm going to go with my boy Danny Lee. I don't I don't have any Americans in the top three. I sure hope they do, but I just think there's better players out there. You know, for me, for my medalists, I'm going to go ahead and
1: go, go with Bubba Watson for one of them. I'm not necessarily thinking he's going to win gold, but I think he can get himself on the medal podium. I think that means a lot to him, and I think he's a good enough player. He's made two cuts in a row, maybe not been playing great, but... He's been there not playing bad, so he can definitely get something done. I like your pick up for Henrik. I like that a lot. He's been playing so solid at the British Open, getting himself the win there, and then playing solid at the PGA as well. He's just all around a great player, a great ball striker, and I think that's something that you're going to need on this course. And then lastly... You can't really pick this guy to win it. Come on, are you crazy? But Sergio Garcia, he's always close. So surely, I think he can find himself on the medal podium. Just his repetition for being close in big tournaments.
0: Right. Tell him your favorite, our favorite quote about Sergio. We've
1: Sergio's been on quotes saying that he feels like he should be playing for second place in the majors. So this isn't a major. Maybe he can go ahead and get himself a gold medal, but. Who knows? He, the big tournaments, he usually tends to show up without winning, so I right. feel like he can do that in
0: this tournament. All right, Good old Sergio. Gotta love him. I hope he plays well as well. Don't Ho- forget
1: the winner in the Olympics, the winner of the gold medal, gets exemption into all four of next year's majors. Right. That was
0: something I was just about to say. Yes, again, winner does the winner of the Olympics gets an exemption in all four majors next year. One of the guys who's going to win probably already has an exemption to all four majors. Let's not lie, but a couple names out there, a couple no names if you will. It
1: it could be more motivation <laughs> for those guys to maybe make a bigger name for themselves and get themselves in the major field and maybe if you see a smaller guy winning it, that could be the reason why. Right. A little extra motivation. right?
0: SSP Shalrazia, Ariban Lahiriya, both from India, Yudai Kato
1: from Japan. You know, many people like those, those are going to be these guys fighting for their exemptions and It's interesting, they're from those smaller countries. It's good to see them coming into the game of golf and see that golf is growing globally.
0: Right, and that kind of brings me to a topic that you've been talking about a lot lately, Alec. Uh, Global growth of the game and how the Olympics is going to help it. Not only how it's going to help it, but golf needs this help. And so how important is this to the game of golf? Yeah, you know,
1: well, Tiger's been gone. Nike comes out of golf selling equipment. It's interesting to see. I believe golf is kind of dwindling in America. And dwindling, I think, is a good word. I don't think it's dying. But the Tiger boom, I think, is gone. I think Tiger brought a lot of people into the game when he came in with him. And when he left, I think he took a lot of people with him. And so I yep. think golf is gone back to the way it is. But with golf in the Olympics, I, at the same time, while this is happening in America, I think around the world, golf is a growing sport. In countries like India and China, I think it's doing very good. Like you see those two Indian golfers in the Olympic field, uh, SSP Kwararush and Anurban Lahiri. Watch out for Anurban Lahiri, by the way. He's actually a pretty decent golfer out of India. He sure is. But you see more global growth in the game, and I think the PGA Tour is doing a good job to grow it. I think the World Golf Classics are doing a good job to grow it. I think golf in the Olympics uh, for at least this Olympics and the next one. And I think it's just really good to see for our game.
0: Right, Alec, and you mentioned some stats earlier while we were talking. 5% of the golf world, 5% of golfers are less than 30 years old. A big chunk of it came from, I think it was from 50 to 60, 60 to 70, kind of the older older group of people if you will. So the young the young people of golf is definitely dying. They're not out playing the game as much as they were were and as these older guys get older
1: younger guys aren't playing you're going to see less and less participation in the game of golf
0: right so that's also why it's awesome to see players like Arnabon Lahiri who are also young and international it's great to see them play well and continue playing not just PGA tournaments but world golf championships and the Olympics so they're definitely getting their name out there and that's something good to see and I hope it continues while that's going on in Rio back in the States At the PGA Tour, they'll be playing the John Deere Classic at TPC Deer Run. And one of the smaller fielded names I tend to see every year, but you look at the past six years, Steve Stricker, Zach Johnson, Jordan Spieth, all three have won it twice, actually, within the past six or seven years. So although it is a smaller fielded named tournament, we tend to see the bigger names take over and win them. Uh, some some other big names you can see there, Ryan Moore, Daniel Summerhays, John Rahm will be playing. Hey, Jordan Spieth got his first victory here in 2012. And after that, he started to take off. This could be the place where John Rom does it. Uh, Robert Shreb will be playing, Patrick Rogers, Keegan Bradley, Kevin Na, Gary Woodland, some of the other bigger names there. But, Alec, that's going to be my bold prediction of the week. John Rom gets his first victory. We saw Jordan Speith do it here. Speaking of Jordan Speith, the defending champion who won in 2015 will not be playing. But we will see some bigger some big names, as I said. And it should be a good one. We will continue to talk more about the John Deere Classic next week. Thanks for listening to the two-man scramble brought to you by Man Cave Sports. Again, you can find us on Twitter at MC Sports365 or online at mancave-force.com under the podcast tab. Until next time. Later, guys.